the Times Square or the Bourbon Street of Franklin County. That's what the Highway 98 bridge over the Homochitter River was to us. The following is an excerpt from a book, A River to Cross, A Story of Life. The chapter is called Coming of Age on the Homochitter. Bad company corrupts good character, 1 Corinthians 15.33. Camping on the Homochitta was just a way of life for us boys growing up around the river back in the 1960s. One of our favorite campsites was just below the Highway 98 bridge over the Homochitta River. Our camping trips to that location flew under the flag of fishing, but these were also a country boy's version of nightlife in Times Square or Bourbon Street. Viewing nightlife Franklin County style was an eye-opening experience for the group of young boys I grew up with. For as long as anyone can remember, people have congregated below the 98 Bridge for social purposes. During the daylight hours, you'd see families picnicking with tubs of ice-cold drinks and baskets of sandwiches and fried chicken and potato salad, homemade ice cream and cold watermelons. There were people swimming and sunning. There were church outings, young pastors with the kids from the church playing games and swinging from the rope swing and that old swim hole just above the bridge at the site of the old bridge timbers. Footnote. One of the main crossings of the Homochitta is on U.S. Highway 98, just east of Butte, which is also the location of the beginning of my family's ownership of Homochitta River frontage land. This is also the approximate location of one or more of the old ferry crossings of the river in the days prior to the first bridges. End of footnote. There was an area just below the bridge where politicians gathered during election season. I remember one time in particular when, among others, the area was the site of a heated political debate in the 1959 race for governor. When night falls on the banks of the Homochitta under the 98 bridge, the participants and the focus of the fun on the river changes dramatically. The area below the 98 bridge is made up of a myriad of roads and little trails through the pine timber and the prolific green thorn bushes adjoining a very large sandbar. The result is that this relatively small area has a number of semi-secluded alcoves where, on any given night, one might find a family tent camping, a small group of men gambling, some rowdy boys with a fire blazing and beer flowing, couples gathered for parking and meetings of people whose goal was not to be noticed. That area was our Times Square, our Bourbon Street, although we knew nothing of such places personally. We always camped just a little below the area of high activity, positioned perfectly to monitor and oversee all of these different nightlife activities under a wide open night sky. We camped and fished and monitored our lines in the river and the lines of night moves being played out in front of us on the bank of the Homochitta. 
We saw, heard, smelled, and at times tasted all of these activities from our secret position as we came of age from about 11 to 14. This was all a part of my Homochitta education as the currents of the river continued to run through my life. The Homochitta is more than just nightlife under the bridge and a fishing hole. It is also a grand highway, and we spent many, many days and nights traveling along the Homochitta Freeway. We called it Floating the River, which at different times meant an old inner tube, a plastic pool afloat, an old flat-bottom fishing boat, or a canoe. My first floats on the Homochitta were in some little blue plastic boats that belonged to family friends living on the river. My recollection is they were essentially like those little plastic swimming pools, but shaped like little boats. We had a grand time. I remember imagining we were in the raft of Hook and Jim. Regardless of the type of watercraft we used, we felt, or at least I did, that we were mighty explorers on historic ventures into wilderness territory along the Homochitta. We made more float trips than I can count. Sometimes it was a day trip from one bridge to another, and sometimes the trip was an overnight trip or one extending several nights when we traveled down to the Highway 33 bridge. On a few occasions, we went all the way to Highway 61 bridge below Natchez. We would take along a few groceries, but mostly the food was there for the finding and catching. Whether it was catfish taken from the river to the campfire, a few ears of corn from a nearby patch roasted in the shuck on our campfire, or a watermelon obtained by subtle means, there was plenty to eat along the Homochitta Freeway. I was learning the river, and its flow through me was increasing in volume year by year. When I look back now, I see clearly that I made no effort to plan. I took things as they came and, with rare exceptions, always chose what seemed most exciting at the moment. Like the Homochitta, life was flowing along, but unlike the Homochitta, I gave no thought to what channel I was following. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from this look back is I did not have a life plan. I knew from an early age I wanted to be an attorney like my father, but I didn't know why or even if that was God's plan for my life. To navigate the river, you have to make choices about the current you will follow. To navigate life, you have to make choices about the path you will follow and who you will be influenced by. All of this went completely over my head. I thought only of the next adventure. Living life God's way requires prayerful planning and knowing when to pull back and when to plunge ahead. And as they say, failing to plan is planning to fail. The homochitta, like life, can be docile and it can be very dangerous. The key to river travel is learning to read the river, and the key to understanding life is reading and following God's blueprint, the Holy Bible, and thus knowing when to move forward and when to pull aside and watch from the bank for a while.